Welcome to the CoLab, the only podcast for business owners who are committed to growth through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Get ready to put your heads together to boost your business to the next level with your hosts, the ultimate team players, Megan Marsh and Andre Munar. Welcome, welcome back, Club. <laughs> good. I think it's good for anyone listening because that's what our I felt like our business was like before <laughs> we really got down a system for what today's topic is. Yeah, absolutely. Today's topic is one of our favorite ones, and it really helped us be able to uh, do things when we were on the road, especially when it was just you know just a few of us in the office. We had to be able to. Um, to get to things quickly. And so today's topic is, are you able to do things while you're on the road? Are you able to do things while you're on vacation? Are you able to move to Puerto Rico? Yes. If you are a business owner and you hope one day that you can do your business from anywhere, anywhere, which is the big thing these days. It is. Yeah. There's an old school way and there's a a new way. A new school way. (laughs) Yeah. Which one are you? Which one are you? We were the old school way. Oh my gosh. I mean, our audits, like when I got audited back in what, 2015, we had those big, I mean, gosh, file cabinet businesses are going to be going out of business. Like it's going to be like a, you know, it's going to be an antique stores filing cabinets. Seriously though. But there are still some of you out there. I'm sure that love your paper files. They do. And I feel like I really used to be one of those. I love to t- touch the paper file. I love to be able to, oh. you know, just every there's something credit about report it. I would print and circle and write. <laughs> I saw one the other day from your memories. Oh gosh, I got to keep one or two. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, but now we are completely paperless, and you might think you're paperless, but we're going to ask you some questions right now. And this is this is like a honest moment here, like. Be honest with yourself about this is all about efficiency and Mm -hmm. productivity and you want to be able to do more business. These are the types of things you need to start honing in on. When Andre and I became business partners, it literally happened in a blink of an eye. Um, You know, I, I was leaving a business partner and we didn't know when it was going to happen. And literally it was a Friday at like five o'clock that the attorney called and was like, okay, you can leave your current building and go into the new building we had found and join forces with Andre. We had 24 hours (laughs) and he was traveling. (laughs) Yeah. I can't remember where I was going or what I was doing, but yeah, we were in the airport. I was in the airport when you said, Hey, I've got some files I got to get over. I need access to your systems. And we're not in the same town, just so everyone knows we live, you know, at the time we lived three and a half hours apart. Yeah. And so my whole team drove a truck over, loaded up the truck, went to our new building and Andre in the airport was able to get us access to the things that we needed. Which is super important these days for you to be able to get access to your business wherever you are, especially these days when people want answers now or need answers now or when your teammates need something and you've got to be able to troubleshoot something or jump in there. Do you have access wherever it is that you are to get what you need? Right. So I think the question would be because maybe you're a hybrid, okay? 
Um, so being able to access things from wherever you are, that comes down to, I think for old school businesses, if you have a server, if everything's on a server, I'm right? just imagining this big server room with, you know, <laughs> right? all these servers in the dungeon. Honestly, our computer guy even put a mini server I in remember. our office. And I'm like, yeah. I don't need that. <laughs> We don't need it, which yeah. actually now we are taking some stuff off of our cloud server. Because it's so big. Right. So, you know, there's four aspects, I think, that we really identified for if you truly are paperless. And then we'll go through some best practices. So the first thing is, like, do you have cloud storage? And cloud storage means... Like, I th and it's a mindset shift. It's hard, right? We all think of, like, okay, we have a computer... You save the things you work on on your computer, in my documents, my desktop, right? So you got to switch your mindset and start saving it in the cloud. I think people always think the cloud is this funny place. And it can go away. It I think can. that's the fear is the yeah. cloud's going to disappear. <laughs> but there are ways to have your cloud be on your computer. You're actually more at risk if you only save on like your desktop, your desktop or my documents because if your computer crashes. Yep, like my computer is about to crash and I'm kind of freaking out because of that reason when I should have been saving everything in my Google Andre, Drive. I don't even want to hear that. I mean, I'm still paperless, but. So you want to make sure you're saving everything into a cloud storage. So, you know, here's a few examples or names of cloud storage systems. Google. So our company uses Google Drive. Right. Or G Suite, right? Like, so it's you, the, you buy Gmail the corporate. Yeah. And I remember when we got together that I had introduced you to that because yes. we were trying to figure out how we were going to have all the files together. Um, so that has been a huge, a huge saver for us. Yeah. And it was an adjustment for our team because I think most professional companies use uh, Microsoft. Yeah. Like Microsoft the for emailing, right? And mm -hmm. it's it's got a totally different look than Gmail. And that's a big shift, but you can, just so you know, if you decide that Google is who you want to use for your cloud storage, be, and I really like Google now because it has so many apps and can sync with, so it, it, it can make you so efficient. You can still use Microsoft uh, Office for your email and bring it in from Gmail. You don't yeah. have to look at it that way, but, but really it, eventually you'll start shifting over, I think, because of the capabilities. But yes, now I can be, I can go to Starbucks and on my phone, on my iPad, I can look up client files are, I mean, anything we have in the business. I don't save stuff on my computer. I save it in the cloud. That's my favorite thing about the Gmail corporate is you're able to download um, a bunch of their apps, you know, like their Docs app and their Google Drive right onto your phone. And so you can just go in there and you can just grab whatever you need on the fly. I mean, so, so many times I when we were in the thick of the business, I could just go into that client folder, tell a realtor where I was with it or what I needed and and just move on instead of, you know, saying, hey, I'll have to call you back later or whatever it may be. Yeah. And then so, just so you know, some of the other ones that are like Google Drive is there's Microsoft Drive. So if you're if you want to stick with Microsoft, you've got Microsoft Drive, which I've heard has had, you know, a lot of changes and advances since everyone's, you know, going paperless or in the cloud. There's also uh, Dropbox. Dropbox. Yeah. I don't know. I've just, so I Dropbox used, isn't for me. I used it before. Um, 
so I think why a lot of people like Dropbox is that it's kind of this happy medium because if you use, you know, Google based or Microsoft based, like everything's made for, you know, the application you use, whereas Dropbox is kind of meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. The only thing I did not like about Dropbox that maybe there's a solution for it and I just didn't figure it out because it was hard for me was that when you have a team and you open, when we would open up a document or try to share a document among the team, if I opened it and had it opened and then another person opened it, it, it would create down. different versions. So we would end up with 10 versions. Like, ah, uh, yeah. And I don't know if I was doing something wrong versus Google Drive. We can have 10 people in the same document on the same version. Mm -hmm. and it's it updating in real time. Yes. Yeah. That's I mean, maybe they've changed that. That was five years ago. I, I don't know. I was just never, uh, I never really understood Dropbox. Never really knew anybody that got into it. I was just stuck with my Google Drive. Yeah. And you'll have to pay monthly for these services, but it's based on how much storage you need, but it can save you. I mean, a server in your office is probably Expensive. five to $10,000. Yes. Whereas, you know, Google Drive Suite is the price will be different. I mean, we have a massive amount of stuff and <laughs> ours is like six or 700 a month now and we're starting to unload some. Yeah. So having the cloud storage is number one. Do you have that or do you have to run into your office to access anything you need? Number two aspect is how do you get these papers paperless, right? You have physical papers. How do you get them into this cloud? And scanning. Scanning is a big one. And you have to also think that that takes time out of your day and out of your business. If you, especially if you're doing, you know, hundred page, 200 page documents and you have to stand there at the scanner and scan the, I, I remember when we were doing that, when I had the paper file and then you had to scan it oh in gosh. so you could have the final Every file. Time. Yeah. And then it would get stuck. Oh, oh. that's the worst. So, okay. That's okay. the worst. All right. So here, here's what we... Because at the time when we had partnered, we weren't as much like one team like we are now. Mm -hmm. And so we definitely had some different priorities sometimes. Well, I remember once this kind of like when I realized we receive the main document as a, like a contract. So we get this contract that's 25 pages. And this contract probably goes through seven or eight hands during the process. So it gets emailed, right? And then a file's created. So we'd have this like paper file it would get printed. It would go in the file. Then the first person who would work on it would have to um, scan the contract to send it to the bank, to order the appraisal, to mm. the title. And because we had people doing different things, this same document, and that's how I got our team to understand because nobody likes change. So when you go try to tell your team you're going to go paperless, they are they not going to enjoy it if you are in an office and you use paper. They're not going to like it. Yeah, mm -hmm. they, we did have one crying. So we'll get there. I had them line up. We took chairs, kind of like, um, what's that game? Like you're duck, with duck. music. Not duck, duck. Musical chairs. Musical chairs. So in our team meeting, we lined up in musical chairs. And I, had, I took a contract and I handed it to the first person. And I said, all right, we're going to do an exercise. And this could be something that you do is I said, I want you to sit in the order of what task you do. And every time that the contract either gets scanned or printed, I want you to go do it. So I handed the contract to the first person. They walked up to the printer, put it in, scanned it. And we started tallying on the board. One, 
Then the next person, right, had to, had to, so then the next person printed it. We printed the same 25 page document and scanned this thing. It was like six times. I mean, oh, what a waste of paper. Gosh. What a waste of time. And it was fine. It was the only way I could tangibly show them sure. what we were doing because we didn't realize it because everyone was doing their own part. But we're all doing that. Like we all play a piece in a part. Mm-hmm. And so keep that in mind. We don't, we don't spend five, six, seven hundred dollars on paper anymore in mm-hmm. our business. And we're actually getting rid of our big copier, like scanner printers. Like they're going away. We're not going to pay hundreds of dollars a month for the leases on these printers. Um, I found this printer. We will put a link in the show notes because we tried different ones. It's called a J- uh, I'm going to say this wrong. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu. It's a, a, it's called a scan snap and all it does is scan, but it's like the master of scanning. Like I remember during the audit when we had to scan all these docs, this thing, this little tiny thing, and it's like 400 bucks for, but what it does is you scan it and after it scans it and it can scan different sizes together. It can scan, um, receipts with it. Yeah. The food, food, I can't even say it right. Food, Fujitsu. Um, I'll put it in there. So once you scan it, what happens, and I might get one for every single person in our office, like I'm dead serious. Once it scans, it's, it, it is connected to your computer and it pops up this, um, square box and it says, do you want to save this to Dropbox? Do you want to save it to Google drive? Do you want to save it on your computer? Do you want to save all 25 pages individually? Or would you like to save it as a thing? Would you like to send it to Evernote? Is that the box that you dropped off at our office? Is there one at our office? We, you guys, we had one ordered for for the state college office. Yeah. And so I have one at home. We have one in our office now. And there is a travel one that's like tiny. Uh, the whole brand of the <laughs> Fujitsu's, yeah, Fujitsu's are amazing at scanning. So I would highly recommend trying it. And there is a version, like I said, I'll put that in the show notes it's amazing. It's amazing for going paperless. You need something that will scan. You you can't. What's one of the things we see all the time in our business when people think they're scanning or they send stuff? Oh, my. It drives us crazy. Yeah. I just want to take pictures. Because I don't think people know how to scan, maybe. I mean, yeah, scanning is definitely something that's a little more advanced. Because people used to fax before. So you would just go somewhere and fax things. And now it's scanning is really the new faxing. And if you haven't yeah. done it, then like, where do you go to scan something? Yeah. There's and as apps. We're, there are apps. Free it, apps. Yep. And even on the iPhone, it's um, it's not even an app. It's just directly in your notes section. And that's what I like about the iPhone is that you take a picture of it and then it, it boxes it off for you already. But if you're an Android user, no, we don't have any Android users in the room. I was going to say, what, uh, you know, what do you, what could you use to, to scan? I just looked it up a couple apps. So, uh, the two that I have on my phone, just for anyone, and I think you could put these on either Apple or Android. So I love, it's called scannable. It's free scannable and scannable actually. So it scans it. It allows you, you can text it, email it. If you're an Evernote user, it can put it right into your Evernote notebook um, there's also one called Genius Scan. 
I've heard of that one. Genius scan. So it like it like reads it. And, you know, if you use apps that like where you submit coupons or receipts, it takes it. But you want something that converts it to a PDF. And as we're talking about the paperless topic, I'm really realizing how much money we're saving right? Because we're getting rid of our printers. We're not using the printer paper as much, our leases of the printers and how much time we're getting back. Cause I was, I was saying, you know, we used to scan, you know, these hundred page final packages. And then if it would get stuck, that would take 10 uh, minutes and that would oh, take 20 minutes. You'd have to call the service person. Yep. So just the amount of money and time we're getting back by making that paperless push, even though we, you, you guys did it first, like the, the real paper push, when we got together, you guys decided that you weren't going to do the paper. I thought you guys were doing it. See, that's the funny part. And this is where collaboration comes in, guys. <laughs> so Andre, because he was in the airport, could give me info, right? And when I visited his office, all of his computers had three screens. Mm. And that's really important. So I figured they were completely paperless. Well, I decided like, team, we're going paperless, like all out. And what I did was I had our computer guy get my entire office, like the triple screens yep. at like, because if you're not going to have paper in front of you where you can lay it out, you need a bigger screen. Yeah. There's yep. like the long ones where it's all in one or you need three screens. So I thought I'd surprise them. I was so excited. I had him get all these screens, <laughs> brand new computers. He installed them all by Sunday night. So I go in, I'm like a kid in a candy store waiting for everybody <laughs> to come into the office the next day. And everyone starts coming in. And I literally hear someone crying, <laughs> crying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why is somebody crying? Are they happy? Oh, they're happy, right? No, they, they were, were not happy. They were not happy. Like I effed with their system. Absolutely. And that was a lesson. That's their routine. That was a lesson as an owner, like, don't do that. <laughs> you you need to tell your people have the conversation first. Yeah, you need to have the conversation before the conversation or the meeting. You you need to you need to get their buy-in. Surprise that's a good one talking about the buy-in. But surprises are fun sometimes, but this surprise was, was not so not fun. Was not fun, right? And as business owners, we're usually forward thinking, <laughs> we're idea people. I will not do that again. But you need a scanner, you need that cloud storage. Um and then there's really two other parts. You need something that will, like an Adobe DC Pro that organizes, edits, and changes the documents. And I think, I, I don't That's know. That's where we started as well, too, is the the Adobe. Because we were we had to put, well, depending on your business, we needed the Adobe Pro because we had to put packages together. And then we ended up realizing that we could just have the lender disclose everything. So then we didn't really need, it need as that. much. Yeah. But it, it's nice. But like, depending on your business, you could definitely need Adobe Pro. It does a lot of things. You can edit things. You can send signatures from there. You can fill in things. Um, a big one for me with Adobe was we used to, so we'd have to send um, like pre-approval letters, they're called. And we would type them up, print them. I'd sign it. Then you'd scan it, right? Then you'd email it. Well, now we're even beyond that. But Adobe DC <laughs> Pro allowed us to create the document and you just picked your signature and dropped right. it in there. It never needed printed anymore. And now the CRM has taken that away. So it's like amazing how things progress. Oh my gosh. You and would, then the, you oh. would sign. No, you wouldn't. Yes. Yes. I signed stuff talking about signing, right? 
So the other thing you're going to need is because if you have the cloud storage, you have a place where you save stuff. Let's say you scan stuff. Do you need to go back to your office? Do you need to go to a physical location for any part of this? Because if you do, you have not fully transitioned over. And I think of, you know, my husband sells real estate. If he's showing a house and they want to write an offer. Why? Why? If somebody's like, I want this house, I want to write it up. Why would you want those people to wait to Mm -hmm. meet you at the office? That gives them time to change their mind. That has gives them time to have buyers remorse. It's a big one. You need to be able to pull out your iPad right there, right then while they're looking at the fireplace that they love and have them sign. I still see some handwritten contracts. Oh my gosh. I'm it boggles my mind. Because it's it's learning, right? Learning's not fun. I mean so Adobe DC Pro allows you to reorganize, to change, edit, sign. But then if you need somebody else to sign, what's nice about like a DocuSign type of um, application is that it has like a protection in it or like a seal, right? So if you're in a field like ours where... You need that encryption. Yes. Where you need that protection. And we were using... DocuSign before we joined forces. And here's the crazy part. I don't even know if I want to say this on our (laughs) podcast, but DocuSign, when we signed up for it, it was like by envelope. So every like every individual packet you would send, they charge. So when we started using it, we were spending, let's say, I don't know, 3000 bucks for the year. Well, Andre was grandfathered in one of their old plans. So we have a monthly fee. If you can, if you do a lot of stuff and you can find one that has a monthly cost to it, that is not exorbitant. You want to look at how many things that you'll need signed. I was just going to say that actually, if you, if you don't really do a lot of signing, DocuSign could be okay. But um, if you do a lot of signing, DocuSign can be expensive. So, uh, and there are other applications. Yeah. I believe a lot of our current industry friends are, um, are using the Adobe because it's just, I think maybe like 50 or 60 bucks for the package. But if you, like you said, Adobe changed their way of, of billing and it's it's expensive now. It's per envelope. So thankfully we were grandfathered in. So you definitely want to check out either Adobe and um, and DocuSign and, and kind of see where, where you fall in between those lines. And one thing we didn't know that as we started really trying to become efficient was that like through like a DocuSign, if there's something that you send people a lot, like the same type of document, you can actually mm. save templates in there. So yeah. you don't have to keep scanning something. It's just saved. And yeah. then you just click the button with what you want to send and it goes out. Yeah. Uh, you can even do uh, templates in the Google Drive. That's how we do our folders. We create um, for the pipeline. We create a folder and then all you do is copy and you paste it. Yeah, no, that's that's actually so kind of to finish this topic out. Um, some of the best practices that we've learned along the way is, you know, the buy-in from the team. That's a big thing. Nobody likes changes. But then making those templates like how like for every client, because if not, it becomes an absolute mess in your Google Drive or Dropbox. Like you have to have it's called a naming convention. And um, you have to map out where you save things, how you name them, mm-hmm. like all those types of things. Because as you grow a team, you all have to access things together and know. Otherwise, you guys look like a hot mess. And the sooner you can start that, the easier it is to to make any changes to it. 
you know, obviously we've grown, but, you know, it's been a process, you know, even with our loan partners, making sure they each name pay stubs the same way or W-2s the same way. And I'm not going to say it was a battle. It was a small battle, but, you know. Everyone likes the way that they do it. Exactly. So it would have been easier if we were to just start at the very beginning doing stuff like that. So, which is why we want to give you these tools and these tips so you don't make the same mistake because, you know, once you get to 20 employees, because that's where, if you would like to get there, it's much easier back then than it is now. And even in our leadership, which is a whole nother department because we're working on contracts and employee folders, like, mm-hmm. you know, owning a business is a lot of work. And so having some of these tips and tools will will help save you time, money, energy later. It's the only way you can kind of get some time back and not have everyone depend on you. Yep. So hopefully for any of you, if you have questions about what these are, Just to recap real quick, the four parts is your cloud storage server, something that does your scanning, if it's an actual scanning piece, um, an app on your phone, something that allows you to do signing and sending documents, and then something like an Adobe that organizes edits and changes. And so that is the four pieces to make sure you're going paperless so you don't get eaten up by all the new technology that's coming out. Um, and some of the best practices. So we hope that everyone can start making the change so that you are new school, not old school. Yeah, and if you have any ways that you've become paperless or any ideas that you have, we would certainly love to hear from you. So make sure that you email us at hello at thecollablife.com. And if there's any topics that you would love us to discuss or if you got value out of this, please make sure to leave us some feedback. Give us that five-star review. And we will see you next time, collaborators. Yeah, we're going to be doing some tools and resources. We'll see you guys on the next episode next Tuesday. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today, collaborators. If you found value or got some piece of information out of this, make sure to find us at thecollablife.com. You can also join our Facebook group and our Facebook page at The Collab. On YouTube, you can find us at The Collab. On Instagram, you can find us at The Collab Life. We also do a Facebook Live every Tuesday at four o'clock where you can get some more valuable information in our group. We also release our brand new episodes every single Tuesday morning. And if you have any questions or there's anything that we can do for you, any value that you would like to add to our business, we'd love to hear from you. And you can email us at hello at thecollablife.com.